discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Father, thank you for this opportunity. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you for the move of the spirit in our lives. Yes, thank you that through us you will cause a great fire to light up our world for you. Thank you that we will not leave this life and come to you empty-handed. We return to you with many souls, with many testimonies of changed lives because we lived. Thank you. That you help us continue that to, to carry on the torch that has been lit by your son Jesus Christ up to date. Thank you. That with us you take it to the next generation. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Increase us Lord and help us carry your light to the ends of the world. Even in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. Was that not enlightening? Ask a neighbor, did you learn anything? Ask a neighbor what he or she learned. What did you learn? Anything? Has anything hit you? Anything? The, the presentation was exciting, isn't it? I was really moved. From the children, from what the children said, all the way to um, the very last one. It was so captivating. If you are not careful, you'll be in the house of God and not know any of these things. You'll not know your history. These are things that have happened. If you don't know your family tree, you don't know what to expect. Isn't it? Yes. So it's really exciting for me. I feel we should do it over. Because yeah, there's more. There's so much more. This is just a fraction of some of the things that has happened over the period. These are just a few names. There are many nameless and faceless apostles that we'll only get to know in heaven. And in heaven, we'll be having meetings with these people. Yes, many meetings with these people. And they'll be telling us what they did. The Bible says that they without us are not perfect. So it's like God has reserved something for you and I to also do in our generation. Something great for you and I to do in our generation. So the key is the Holy Spirit. The key is what? Is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who empowers us to do the things that um, God wants us to do. And the key of thirst is a key of having the Spirit poured out on you in a very special way. Do you see? The key of what? Thirst. How do you know that you are thirsty? You cannot drink unless you are thirsty. Is it true? When you are not thirsty, there can be a lot of water around you, but then you will not partake of any. Because, I mean, you are not thirsty. When you are not hungry, food doesn't mean much to you. But when you are thirsty, you can have 
you can be filled. You see, in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1, the prophet Isaiah said, you know, he was mentioning something that God had told him. He says, Ho, oh, everyone that is thirsty. Mm? Everyone that is thirsty. If you are thirsty, then you can be filled. He says, come and buy. Buy not with money. Buy wine and buy milk. Buy milk, not with money. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. The key is thirst. I preached some messages in Kumasi that I think you should listen to. I preached on sanctification as a key to fruitfulness, to, a, to great fruitfulness. And I preached on the Holy Spirit as a key, as another key to helping you bear fruits. And the key to the Holy Spirit helping you bear fruits is a key of thirst. If you are not thirsty, you will not have um, the infilling of the Spirit. Now, what comprises, what, com what, what makes us know that you are thirsty, spiritually speaking? A consciousness of your utter uselessness. Okay, a consciousness of your utter uselessness without the Holy Spirit is what constitutes thirst for the Spirit. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 5, that without me, you can do nothing. Jesus was talking about fruits, and he said, John 15, this is not what I'm preaching about, I'm just introducing something to you, and I'll share something briefly in 10 minutes, okay? He says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth what? Much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So that phrase, without me, you can do nothing, is what constitutes thirst for the Spirit. What are the seven things you can do without the Holy Ghost? Do you see? Do you think that as long as you think you can do certain things without the Holy Spirit, you are not thirsty for the Spirit? But when you get to the place where you are, you become conscious of the fact that you, there's, without the Holy Spirit, you can't do anything. You can't marry without the Holy Spirit. You can't have children without the Holy Spirit. You can't preach without the Holy Spirit. You can't eat without the Holy Spirit. You can't what? You can't what? You can't study without the Holy Spirit. You can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. The day you get to that place where you know that you don't have any ability, you cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit, that day you shall be failed. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? Isaiah 44, verse 3. Look at this. It says, For I will pour water upon him that is what? It's only those who are thirsty who have water poured upon them. And floods upon dry ground. All these people we read about were thirsty. They just wanted to see the hand of God. Are you not tired of having a normal life? Like is it, you go to work, you come back, you do this. Are you not tired of that, those kind of things? Don't you want something extraordinary, something more? Some people are speaking in tongues and hands are growing out. I mean, are we not also speaking in tongues? What's the difference? The difference is that some people are thirsty, some people are not thirsty. Some people want to see more. Yes, you are not thirsty enough. And God says, I will only pour water upon him that is thirsty. And I will pour floods upon him upon the dry ground. If the, the ground is not dry enough, the ground of your heart is not dry enough, you will not have. He says, I will pour, I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. Then it goes on and on and on and on. And I'm showing you what constitutes thirst. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 is what constitutes, constitutes thirst. Not by might. If there are things you feel you can do by your might. If there are things you feel you can do by your power then it means that the Spirit of God cannot help you. You see, if you think you can sing without the Lord, and it shows in how you prepare to come, your preparation shows your thirst. If 
you are coming to do it out of might or out of power, out of strength, it doesn't work. I don't know if I'm making sense. It doesn't work. You do and it will, you have normal results, but when you do it with a desire, with a consciousness that, dear Holy Spirit, without you, I can't do this thing. Without you, I cannot survive. That consciousness of your inability, of your, your strength, natural, like you can't, the thing, it can't happen naturally. John Wesley got born again at 35. Wigglesworth got born again at 46. 46. He lived 46 years of his life without Christ and got born again at 46. And between 46 and 80, when he, 82 or something, when he died, so much impact. So many people's lives changed. Yes. Why? Because he, be, he was conscious of the fact that without you, I can. This is the verse for thirst. Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Not by might. I can't do it with might. It's not going to work. I can't pass the exam with my natural intellect. Lord, that's why. If, if it's like when you open your book, you ask the Lord, Lord, help me understand this thing. You better help me understand this thing because this thing I don't understand. You may have an Don't depend on your natural abilities. Okay? Yes. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That's, that's a verse for thirst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And as you thirst with the Spirit like that, you see that the Spirit of God is just flowing and moving and doing nice things around you. So I see you producing a certain kind of fruit that is beyond your, the normal. Yes, beyond normal. Beyond normal. Because of your high consciousness of your need of the Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, none of these things can happen amongst us. Hallelujah. I just want to share with you in the next 15 minutes concerning bearing fruit towards eternal life. Bearing fruit towards eternal life. In accordance with what we are talking about. And also with what we are going to do tomorrow. Tomorrow is set March. Tomorrow is Independence Day. Ghana Independence Day. And we want to do something as a church. Okay? We want to win some souls tomorrow. Is it a good thing to do? It's the best thing to do. One of the people said something. I think it was uh, the presentation, the third presentation. Um, John Wesley. Yeah. One of them said something. I don't I think it's Moody, one of them. Mentioned that what is the, the highest use of your life is to preach the gospel. Do you see? Something like that. It was one of the things, you know, because all the moves of the Spirit, all the things that the Lord wants, is always to bring more people in. When the Holy Ghost moved in Acts chapter 2, the first move of the Spirit that we see in the New Testament was to gather people for salvation. And that same thing has continued up to date. Every move of the Spirit is for the purpose of getting people saved, because that is God's aim. Our aim should not be different from God's aim. And the day we, when we align ourselves with the aim of God, you see that things are just falling in place for us. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. What did he say in Matthew 6, 33? Seek ye first, what? Seek ye first. There are things you need to seek first as a child of God. He didn't say, seek a beloved first. Seek ye first a beloved. Or seek ye first, what? A job. Your job is following. Tell anybody, your job is following. As you seek the kingdom of God first. Yes, your job, you are entitled to a good job. You are entitled to prosperity, to greatness, to many beautiful things as you do what God wants you to do. What I'm sharing with you is a key to real prosperity. What I'm sharing with you right now is a key to what? How many of you want to prosper? What I'm sharing with you is a key to real prosperity, to real health, to real advancement. 
in life. The world makes Christians think that that is not important and makes Christians think that they need to, they need other things to satisfy. But this is it. This particular verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things which everybody is looking for will be added to you. Job chapter 36 verse 11. If they obey and serve me, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Have you seen it? If they what? If they, if they, if they, and what? And serve. If they obey and serve me, and serve me, if they obey and serve God, they shall spend their days. So the key to spending your days in prosperity and spending your years in pleasures is the key of obeying and serving God. What has God said we should do? When Jesus was living in Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, okay, Let's read from verse 18 so that it makes more sense. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. As we obey God and serve him. In, this is the highest way of serving God. Playing keyboard is powerful, but this is not the highest way of serving God. Being protocol is powerful, but that is not the highest. It's part of serving God, but that is not the highest way of serving God. The highest way of serving God is by winning souls. Soul winning is a key to bearing fruit spiritually or bearing fruit eternally. What am I sharing on? Bearing fruit unto it or towards eternal life. Isn't it? And the key is soul winning and shepherding. That is why as a chorister, you see, you are the head of the choir. You are singing beautiful songs. You are doing a lot of rehearsals. But then it's like you have to still win souls and shepherd people. Is that not what you all do? Yeah. Why? Because that is the main thing. There are rewards you will get for singing for the Lord. But the main thing is to get someone saved. The main thing is to have this one stay in the house of God. The way you pastor these people to make them stay. The way you, you shepherd this one or shepherd another person for the person to stay in the house of God. is your highest is the highest manifestation of the blessings of God in your life. Do you get it? Yes. Because after all is said, and that's the only thing that will follow you. Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. After all is said and done, it is this one. It says, And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, say the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. Which works? Your works of salvation. Your works of bringing people to the Lord. Your works of turning many from darkness to light. Your works of bringing many people into righteousness and stabilizing them. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. So every child of God must understand. A lot of they don't know that that's the key to, prosper, to prosperity. He says, if they, if they obey me and serve me, they shall what? They shall what? They shall live their days in what? And their years. I see you living your days in prosperity and living your years in pleasures as you commit to what God says you should do. You see, God is a God of covenant. I mean, if, if, I don't know if you've heard this before. God is a God of covenant. There are things he wants you to do, and there are things he does. So there are things he says he will do, and there are things he wants you to also do. Do you see? Yes. Nothing is for free. Grace is on the back of someone's blood. The grace that we enjoy, the goodness that we enjoy, is on the back of someone's blood. His name is Jesus Christ. Someone had to pay for it. So whatever you enjoy freely was paid for by somebody. Do you understand? That is how the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God works through payment of one thing or the other. 
Jesus has purchased grace, purchased goodness and kindness, and all those things for us through his blood. There are others who need to be saved and who need to be restored in the Lord and stabilized in the Lord through our payment. Do you understand? Through our sacrifice of going out of our comfort zones and talking to someone. That's how it is. It's called the afflictions which are left behind in the body of Christ. There are things that we need to do. For instance, I, I needed to make certain kinds of sacrifice for this church to come into existence. Just 10 years ago, you may not have wanted to join the church because it wasn't attractive. We started in a classroom. You can't pass Pastor Eli was there. Classroom, Pastor Faith was there. We're in a classroom. It wasn't, it wasn't impressive at all. Yes. I am not from Kumasio. I went to Kumasi as a missionary. Yes, I didn't have my father was not there, my mother was not there, nobody was there. I didn't even know I was going to sleep. In a car, as I was going, I, call, I made a call and I got a place to stay. And I stayed there for four years. I was going to stay there for four days. He ended up becoming four years. Yes. There are things that need to be paid for in order for others to, to, to be blessed, in order for others to, be, to receive salvation. That has been purchased for them for free by Jesus Christ. But someone needs to pay in order for that to. You understand what I'm saying? Someone needs to get out of the house. So tomorrow, get out of your house. That, that's all you need to do. Just get out of your house and come. And let's be together and then pray and then go out and go and talk to some people. You never know what you'll be doing. You never know what you'll be, whose life you'll be changing. It says, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Do you see? The work of turning many to righteousness is what causes us to have fruits unto eternal life. Because this person's salvation, uh, this person's life, receiving him, receiving eternal life, and staying in the house of God makes him show up in heaven in eternity. And when he's seen in eternity and they ask, how did he get there? My name will mention. The one who led him to Christ. I didn't lead him to Christ. The one who led him to Christ's name will mention. Do you see? Some people think those who have contributed to his life from Sunday school, youth, whatever, all, everybody's name will be mentioned and all of us will have fruit unto eternal life. So decide that you'll be a Christian who has fruit unto eternal life. Not only a Christian who plays keyboard or comes to church or takes camera. It's, it's powerful. All this gives you some kind of fruits. But there's one that makes you have fruits that is, is uncommon. You see, it has fruit eternally and it has fruit here on earth. It says prosperity and pleasures. This is, that's here. If we, uh, um, Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. Look at Exodus 23 25. And you shall serve the Lord. You shall what? You shall serve, I see you serving the Lord. In the highest possible way. What's the highest way of serving God? Winning souls and what? Shepherding them. You get it. Winning souls and shepherding them. That's the highest form, the highest way of serving God. Winning souls and shepherding them. He says, if you shall serve the Lord, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless your bread. I see your bread. You, you see when you came here, it was not easy, innit? Uh-huh. It was not easy. I wanted to laugh at some people, but I couldn't laugh. It's fine. So don't laugh at me too much. Because one day I'll get you here. What, what was I going to say? I see your bread what? Blessed. Hey, it's a very difficult something. I just came from Kumasi, so it's very difficult to be very... To the L and the R is not working as it's supposed to. I received grace to let my L and R work. I see your bread. Being blessed. 
as you are serving the Lord, as you have chosen to serve the Lord, your bread. I'm thinking about it seriously. I have to be careful. Your bread. I said your bread. It's blessed. In Jesus' name. And then it says, and I'll bless your water, and I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. Like, as you do this, sickness leaves your life. I see sickness leaving your life. As you are stepping out tomorrow to come for this soul winning effort, every sickness that has plagued you in times past is leaving your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive healing for every part of your body, in a, for your mind, for your mind. I'm seeing depression leave some people as they are stepping out of their house to come for the follow-up, to come for the soul winning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive that healing now in Jesus' name. Sit down for two minutes. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as a brightness of the firmament. These are eternal fruits. Fruits unto towards eternal life. Those that's what be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. I see you shining as a star forever and ever. Both here on earth and there in heaven. That means that they are in heaven. There are some people who don't shine. You will shine. I said you will shine. Why? Because you are making use of all the opportunities that God has given to you in your lifetime. You will shine. You will shine. You see, there are many people who are dying and going. You know, I, I, yesterday there were two funerals that were happening in different places. You know, in the past one, one week, I've had some, some people die. My mother passed on, my father passed I think about three or four people called me that their father had passed on, their mother had passed on. You know, now, it's not that after the passing on, you pass on. But how do you pass on? You see, what are you going what are you taking along with you? It's your service for God that takes you along. It's not your work for Ecobank or your work for what? ECG. Or your work for it's powerful because without without that you can't without the ECG work or whatever, you will not have money to do a lot of things here physically. So that's very important. Okay? And God is committed to you having grace to be able to have more on that level. And he's showing you that seek me first. As you seek the Lord first. All these things that everybody, the house everybody's looking for, he says, I'll give it to you. Or you don't believe that God can give you a house free of charge. Do you believe that God can give you a house free of charge? Yeah. A house that is reduced for you. You don't have to, you don't build with a million dollars. You can build with something smaller. God will grant you wisdom to build, to get, to get an opportunity that is very easy, free land, something, something. That is why we serve God. We serve God. One of the major reasons why we serve God is so that we can have good life here. Yes, he says, if you serve me, I'll bless your bread and I'll bless your water. Do you see? And I'll take sickness away from you. Yeah, God wants to take sickness away from you. Yes, and help you. But one of the major things that he needs you to do is to be interested in serving him through soul winning and soul establishment. Yes. And every move of the spirit is for this purpose. Hallelujah. So you will not go down. Tell me about I will not go down. I will keep going higher and higher. Because I serve the Lord. Yeah. 
It is our obligation. This is what God has given to us to do. This, this is the job that God has given to us to do. You see, so bearing fruit unto eternal life has to do with winning souls. And Jesus is the one who mentioned it in John chapter 4. Look at John chapter 4. Let me show you the exact verse so that we don't read too much. In this particular portion of the Bible, Jesus was talking to the woman at the well. And he got the woman at the well, you know, to, to receive life. He told, he told her that the one who drinks from this well will thirst again. I'm the one who gives water that does not finish. I'll give you life. Eh? Yes. Look at verse 10. John 4, verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said to thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Water that is alive. And the woman said, Hey, shall he give me the water? Eh? Jesus said, I am there. I am the water. Hallelujah. So Jesus has water. Jesus is the, is the water that does not die. He's the river of life in Genesis. And he's the river of life in Revelations. Oh yes, he is. He's the only one who can truly satisfy your soul. No, they are, People are moving up and down. Real satisfaction in life comes only in Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I'm the bread of life. Outside of him, there's no satisfaction. Yes, only stress. Yes. You see... And then when the woman got converted, the disciples came to come and see Jesus. And they were wondering if he had, because he was hungry when we were leaving. But when they came, Jesus was, was flowing. They were wondering, is this guy, has he gotten something to eat? Let's read for verse 36 now. Go to verse 34. Jesus said unto them, my meat or my food is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Next verse. Say not ye... There are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look unto the, on the fields, for they are white or ready to harvest. Next verse. And he that reapeth receiveth what? Wages. He that reapeth. He was talking about salvation. Soul winning. Soul preservation. He says, he that re- reapeth receives wages or pay. There's payment for soul winning. There's physical payment here on earth. And there's eternal payment there in the heavens. The physical payment is what I've read to you. One of the physical payments you can have. Let me show you one of the physical payments you can have. Can I show it to you? Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 13. Let's read from verse. Go to verse 12 now. Look at this. It says, and they entered a co- into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. That whosoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and with con. These are guys, these are, this is Judah. They were swearing to God that we are going to serve you, we are going to follow you, we are going to seek you, we are going to be with you. Anyone who decides not to serve you are going to kill the person. They made a, they swore an oath to God. Okay? And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and trumpets and with corners. Verse 15. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire. And he was found of them because they decided to seek the Lord and serve the Lord. That was his God was found of them. Have you seen it? 
and the Lord gave them rest round about. One of the things that happens for you as you serve the Lord and seek the Lord and win souls and establish people and do all of those things is that God gives you rest round about. All round rest. I see all round rest coming to you and to your family in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now you wonder how is it related? How is soul winning related to rest all round rest? I don't know. That's what the Bible says. It's a mystery. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things, the rest and the peace everybody's looking for, you will have. It's mysterious. I said this is mysterious. So I see all round rest for you. All the quarrels in your house is ending. All the troubles at home is ending. All the family problems are ending in the name of the Lord Jesus. How does it end? By, by serving the Lord. By serving. Go to verse 19. Verse 19. Same book, same chapter, verse 19. It says, And there was no more war unto the five and thirteenth year of the reign of Asa. This is King Asa leading Judah to make this kind of covenant with God. And because they made this kind of covenant with God, there was no what? war. No more war. Every war around you is ending in Jesus' name. As you seek the Lord, every war, every challenge, every problem comes to an end now in Jesus' name. You like what I'm telling you or you don't like what I'm telling you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. There was no more war. So there will not be any more war around you. All the things that have been giving you problems, the academic problems are all ending in Jesus' name. As you are serving the Lord, all the academic problems will end. When you, when you say, now don't say I'm serving God so I'm not going to read my books. No. When you open your book, when you open your book, you understand it very quickly. That's what will be happening for you. God is the author of understanding. Understanding is his. Knowledge is his. And as you serve him and seek him, he gives you understanding into all things. Receive understanding into all things. Receive understanding into all things. So the key of serving the Lord is a very great one. Do you see? Go back to John chapter 4 where we're reading. And in that reaper receiveth wages... And gathereth fruit unto eternal life. Have you seen it? Unto life eternal. This is where I picked the thing for it. It says, And he that gathereth, he that received, he that repaired, received wages and gathers fruit unto life eternal. So you're actually gathering fruit unto life eternal, unto eternal life. All the people you are getting saved and all the people you are shepherding and making sure they are in the house of God and establishing in the house of God is for your fruits. Both here on this earth. I've showed you some, isn't it? And there. In life eternal. That is what will follow you. At the end of the day, when you stand before God, God will ask you, who are the people that you raised for me? Yes. And you will not, you will not be lacking. You will have some people to show. I was involved in this person's life. I was involved. I, I brought the person to the house of God. And I made sure the person was established. This was, he was my friend. He was my brother. But I was the one who brought, I was not only a friend, naturally speaking. I was also someone who fathered him spiritually. Or mothered him spiritually. Yes, that was what I did. And there's reward, great reward. Fruit unto life eternal. John chapter 15, verse 16, my last verse, and then I'll close, okay? I have so many things to share with you. When I come back, I'll share it with you. He says, You have not chosen me. This is Jesus talking. He says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. So God says that He has He has He has actually empowered you to bear fruit along this line. You see, God has empowered, say God has empowered me. To be a soul winner. winner. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The Holy Ghost in your life is for the purpose of giving you power for what? 
and you shall be witnesses. The Holy Ghost is not primarily for speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is primarily for making you a witness. Yes. Because the Holy Spirit is a primary witness. John chapter 15 verse 26. Look at John 15, 26. But when the Comforter is come, that is the Holy Spirit, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he says, he shall testify of me, or he shall witness of me. The Holy Spirit's job is to witness concerning Jesus, or speak concerning Jesus. He is the one who testifies. He is the primary witness. Then he says, and you, next verse, verse 27, and ye also shall bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. So we are, he is a primary witness, and we are the associate witnesses. And his job as a primary witness is to empower us to be able to witness. Do you understand? So receive empowerment from the, from the Holy Spirit. To be a witness. To preach the gospel in your classroom. At your work. Oh, receive empowerment from the Spirit. To preach the gospel in your home. To preach the gospel at your workplace. To preach the gospel on, on, the, on the streets. To preach the gospel in buses. To preach the gospel in an Uber. To preach the gospel in different places, in the cinema, everywhere. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 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 Receive grace to preach wherever you find yourself. To share Jesus with others. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sit down for two minutes. So, he says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you, I chose you and ordained you for the purpose of going to bring forth fruit. That is so winning. And that your fruit should remain. That is shepherding. Your fruit should remain. Then he says, so that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he, shall, he may give it to you. So this is the number one key to all round fruitfulness. The key of what? The key of so winning and shepherding. And tomorrow God is giving us an opportunity to win some souls in this area. He's giving us an opportunity to talk to some people, to share the word of God with some people, to sow some seeds and to reap some people. It's not everybody who may get born again as you speak to them, but you'd have sown a seed in their lives. And someone will reap some other time. He says the one who sows and the one who reaps will rejoice on that day. Both of us will rejoice on that day. If you read in John chapter 4, you see it. He says so that the one who sows and the one who reaps will rejoice, will together rejoice on that day. Hallelujah. So as you go on this soul winning effort, I pray that every answer that you require for your life will come to you. Everything you have been hoping for and seeking for will come to you. He says, so that my father may give unto you whatsoever you ask. I see the father giving unto you whatever you are asking for. That beloved you have been waiting for. I see the Lord giving you that beloved, beloved, as you do the soul winning effort in the name of the Lord Jesus. And as you establish someone, I see the Lord giving you a beloved, giving you a husband, giving you a wife, giving you the children you have been looking for, giving you the prosperity you have been hoping for. In the name of the Lord Jesus, rise up upon your feet and thank God for what He has shared with you. Everything that has been a problem for you is evaporating as you serve the Lord in getting people saved. And shepherding them in the name of the Lord Jesus. You shall serve and I shall bless. As you are serving, I see you blessed. You are blessed. You are going forward. You will not go down in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
all that you require is coming to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. As you step out tomorrow, the Lord is going to honor his word in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. There will be a revival that will break forth through you, through you, through you, through your touch. Many will be healed because of you. Many will be helped because of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh yes. Your life will matter in your generation. Yes. You will spend your days in, in pleasures. Your years in pleasures. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your days in prosperity. The Lord is taking away sickness from among you. And is giving you peace on every side. All the war is, is seizing around you. In the name of the Lord. As you step out tomorrow. War in your family is seizing. Challenges in your family is seizing. A new level. A new face. Of peace. A new face. Of stability. Is coming to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, there are a lot of Christians who don't know this key that I just told you. They don't know that is a key. You see, there's a key that leads you to everything. The Holy Spirit is one of those keys. So winning and shepherding is one of those keys. Leads you to everything. <laughs> yeah, there are Christians who are struggling for nothing because they have refused to serve God. In so winning and shepherding. The blessings of so winning and shepherding. But today God has given you that key. Has God given you that key? Lift up your hands to the Lord and just tell the Lord how grateful you are for giving you this information. Yes. Tell him how grateful you are for giving you this information. You will not go down. You will not go down. You will not be like the others. No. Fruits on every side is yours. For you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth much fruit and that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. He will give it to you. Whatever you ask, whatever you ask, the Lord is giving it to you because you are making a covenant with him today that you are going to serve him with your life. You are going to give him your best. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see an hundredfold coming for you. An hundredfold coming for you. Manadasi, Felo Dolo, Maradalaba, Relega, Solo Boyo, my God, that is who you are. Hallelujah. Jesus said that no man who has left father and mother, wife and children, and houses and all those things for my sake and for the gospels. He says, he shall no doubt in this time reap an hundredfold. <laughs> the way to reap an hundredfold, the way to have multiples coming to you is by making certain sacrifices for Jesus' sake 
and from can you show us a verse there's one in mark there's one in matthew any of them is fine you men the broken heart you're the answer to it all jesus you wipe away your tears you mend the broken heart you're the answer to it verse 29 what i'm saying is in mark 10 29 i want you to see it i want you to see it honestly 
That is why I'm, I'm, I'm holding on. I want you to see it. A lot of people don't see it. Yes. When we say we should go on soul winning, a lot of people are so, I don't know. You don't know. It's, it's, it's God wants you to know that it is the key. It is your key. It is your key. It says, and Jesus answered and said, Really, I say unto you, there is no man that has left house. So leave your house. Or brethren, leave your brothers and your sisters and your friends tomorrow. Or sisters, or father, leave your house, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake and the gospels. If you leave some things for Jesus' sake and for the gospel's sake, look at what will happen for you. He's talking about missionary work, soul winning, shepherding, doing these things. He says, look at, this is what, see, I don't, I don't, they don't know this all. A lot of Christians are preserving their lives. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to go anywhere. They don't want to do anything. They don't. But you are not like that in Jesus' name. See, I'm not like that. I now know the key. I will serve God with my life. He says, but he shall receive an hundredfold. Now in this time, houses. Receive houses as you serve God. I said receive houses as you serve God. Eh? He says, houses and brethren. Receive more brethren. More brethren. More, br- more brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands. Eh? Lands. Lands and houses and lands. Why? Because of the gospel. Because of Jesus and because of the gospel. Lands, houses, bread, brothers, sisters, house, whatever. Then it is with persecutions. Why? Because people don't understand how you are making. What are you doing? What are you doing that is making you live beyond the normal? Is because of soul winning. The key of bearing fruits towards eternal life brings you all these nice things. Yeah. Yes. Persecutions. And it says, and in the world to come, what? In the world to come, what? Etern- so it gives you things here on earth and it gives you eternal life in the world to come. You bear fruits unto eternal life. Fruits on, like, you see, we are all alive. We are all in, in this Ghana. But there are people who have a certain kind of life in this, our country. Very high, isn't it? Is it true? See, I'm part of those people. <laughs> I mean, you can't compare someone living in, uh, where? Ashaiman, some of the what what are some of the what is the worst place in Ashaiman? Where? New York. You can't you may not be able to compare someone who is in Ashaiman, New York to someone who is living where? At AU AU village. I tell you, they all have life, but one has another. It's the same with those, it's the same in heaven. In heaven to their levels, their classes. Yes, your soul winning and your doing things for Jesus Christ leads you to have eternal, like a quality, a higher quality of life. Then receive that blessing and receive the blessing of having bearing fruits towards life eternal in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not go down. Houses, lands, and cars are yours, brothers, sisters, and, and everything the mothers and fathers and everything that you require. You will not lack any good thing. War has ended in your life. You are greatly helped on every day of your life. Sickness is taken away from you. Poverty is taken away from you. You are bearing fruits unto eternal life and having fruits here on earth because of your covenant with the Lord today to win souls and to shepherd them. Give the Lord a shout. We have a voice. 
Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.